2: Abraham Lincoln
3: Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Jay. One of our favorite clips in Armstrong and Getty Show history. We had played every day if we could come up with an excuse. Well, I've got an excuse today. Uh, a blind man just climbed Mount Shasta, the fifth highest peak in the state of California at 14,000 feet. That's right. A blind man climbed a mountain, which allows us to play this clip.
2: <laughs> We're going to interview Eric Mayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that coming okay. up. Okay.
4: As we head to the break, I'll look at the <laughs> 6 o'clock. Now, my question to you is, <laughs> is the man sightless, or does he prefer the company of men?
0: <laughs> I mean, two, does he have a guide dog? Let's start right there. Two very different things. Very different. Well, he's clearly gay. I mean, he's gay. I mean, he's blind. <laughs> I'm not sure why climbing
4: the mountain gay would be that extraordinary. <laughs> I don't. I know lots of gay
0: people, and they're more than capable of climbing mountains. In my experience, they tend to be more fit than those of us who aren't gay. But uh, speaking for myself, yes. <laughs> and yeah. she and her doubling down on gay before she gets...
2: Yes, let's just hear it one more time. We're going to interview Eric Weyhenmayer who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest, but he's gay, I mean he's gay, excuse me, he's blind. So we'll hear
4: about that. Okay, yeah. as we head to the break,
0: a look at the I'm six. Sorry, p- did I say gay? All uh, right. Mentioned- as we
4: head to the break, I'm going to pretend I just didn't hear that absolute cluster f train wreck.
0: But he's gay. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. He's gay. <laughs>
3: what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say
4: it twice? Pardon me. He's a homosexual. I'm sorry.
0: I mean, he's married to a man. I'm so. Oh, Lord. I'm. So- no. No. Indeed, he's sightless. I just yeah. can't stop saying this. He's gay. <laughs> he's blind, is what I meant. How did she even come to make that mistake? (laughs) Who
4: knows? She probably, I don't know, because I do it all the time. She probably glanced at another piece of paper or something or teleprompter that had that word.
0: But it'd be like if I said, uh, weather today, it's going to be sunny in 72 schnauzers. I'm sorry, schnauzers. (laughs) I mean, degrees. (laughs) It's like, where does that come from? Kind of unrelated. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is one of my favorite all-time things.
4: By the way, I uh, I'm going to someday pay a dog breeder to breed me a dog that's half Schnauzer, half Shitzu, just so <laughs> I can tell people that's what my dog is for the delight it would bring me. Since I consider Schnauzer one of the funniest words in existence, it's
0: a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Jack, you had a little mistake earlier in the show too. I had some, some MMA farter. What? What did I some say? Some MMA farter.
4: So what? Some MMA farter. I
0: meant to say fighter. Some MA farter. Mm. Jack, who claims to never use the F word. Well, I never. J'accuse, as they say in France. I never do that disgusting act, and I never say the word. Okay. Some MA farter. (laughs) So, more serious fare. This was Making the Rounds yesterday. A guy uh, from Texas, you know, it'll become obvious he's a Texan, pointing out... What is and isn't in the school library in their public schools. As I've mentioned before, one of the great ways that you can perform bias in news coverage without people noticing it is you don't have to shade your stories. It's the stories you choose to cover or not cover. That's the easiest way to do bias. I, I, that's the bias I see in NPR. And there's plenty of other kinds of bias in NPR. But the stories that NPR never covers or the ones that they emphasize. That's where their biggest bias comes in. Same as with the library here. Listen to this and wonder if it's the same in your state. In the top-ranked government school district in Texas, you'll discover zero books about or by our very own U.S. Senators from Texas, Ted Cruz or John Cornyn. Now, when I first read that, I thought, I'm an eighth grader and i got to go write a book about Senator Cornyn do I, do I have to. I guess if I was assigned it, I would fake it. But, but here's the point. There are no books about those Texas senators, but many lionizing titles by or about out-of-state senators like Kirsten Gillibrand, Bernie Sanders, or Elizabeth Warren. So there are no books in the school library about their own senators, but who are Republicans, and plenty about some of the leading progressives from other states that are that are there. You could almost
4: make a case for a book about Elizabeth Warren. Almost. Kirsten Gillibrand
0: is a half witch. Or Bernie. You could make a case for Bernie. I mean, he yeah, I suppose damn near got the nomination. <laughs> Bernard Sanders. But still, you can't make it. Well, anyway, how do you know? Bernard not- Sanders. I'll go on. In Texas government schools, which is what he calls the public schools, uh, you'll discover almost nothing on Clarence Thomas, nothing on Justices Alito, Amy Coney Barrett, Gorsuch, or Kavanaugh. Those are all Republicans, in case you don't know that. But tons on Sotomayor and RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean, tons glowing with praise at every level. And they've got from a little kid book with Sotomayor on the cover to, uh, you know, high school more complicated fair about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But not a single book about how do you not have a book on Clarence Thomas if you're going to have Supreme Court justices in books. The second black Supreme Court justice, is that correct? Who's been there a very long
4: time. Right. And his judicial philosophy is worth exploring.
0: Going on. In Texas government schools, you'll discover books celebrating far-left, out-of-state legislators, past and present, such as Shirley Chisholm, Ted Kennedy, John Kerry, and one I don't know. Uh, and others, but if you're a prominent GOP member of con- Congress, forget about it. There, there are no books about you. In Texas government schools, you might begin to believe that Barbara Jordan is the only member of Congress our state has ever had. So many books about her. Nothing by or from in-state legends like Ron Paul. I mean, God, he is nationally famous. He's a, he, he affected presidential elections. Or even Speaker of the House, Sam Rayburn, who is one of the most influential politicians in the entire last century. He was Speaker of the House for like 40 years. Um, He was a Democrat, but not a progressive, so doesn't warrant a book. Um, Wow. Give you one one more example. And he had pages and pages of these. Well,
4: that's because progressives are noble and want only what's good. And conservatives are mean and cruel and evil.
0: Yeah, it's like that Georgetown law professor who said, no, the mob violence or threats of violence is okay if they're right, if they're correct about what they're angry Oh, great. Super. Well, that settles that. In the top-ranked government school district in Texas, there's not a thing in any book about Mike Pence, but a whole bunch of books about Kamala Harris.
4: Wow. (laughs) Wow. I wouldn't read a book about either one of them. No, me
0: neither. Don't, don't I mean, please, uh, I'd tell my kids, don't, don't, uh, take an F in this. If they assigned you this, just go ahead and get it, get an incomplete. Don't spend your time reading a book about a vice president.
4: <laughs> it is I mean, time for us to yes. do what we have been doing, and that time is yes? every day. Wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, if there was a, a chapter on Kamala in a book entitled, uh, dimwits who've risen far above their abilities somehow. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay, I get
0: that. The, um, but the, holy the, cats, maybe the Peter Principle explained would be a good one.
4: Yeah, or uh, you know, a chapter in Willie Brown's autobiography.
0: Somewhere. oh wow, 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 wow! I can't believe you went there. Uh, that was restrained. <laughs> wow, I distance myself from those comments.
4: But yeah, I disavow. So, I disavow.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's both surprising and not surprising at the same time. That is government
4: the- schools, and I love that term, because public schools doesn't mean anything. They're schools run by the government and, and some of the most uh, powerful lobbyists of the government, specifically public employee unions. Uh, the government schools are absolutely indoctrination factories. And and the idea of quote unquote indoctrination, it's one of those things that it it has a pleasant face and a and a fine excuse. Yeah, uh, behaving as a good citizen, understanding uh, there are rules and consequences for breaking them, learning all of the stuff, learning the the story of the country. Um, you could call that indoctrination, I suppose. Uh, but it's gotten into far-left ideological indoctrination, obviously, to the point that you got a, two books about AOC and none about Sam Rayburn. I mean, it's just absurd.
0: So I don't follow every story that occurs in America and gets lots of attention, and one of them is the blonde-haired woman who was a guard and broke out her boyfriend and there was a manhunt over the oh. weekend. Oh! Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, I have been following that story. because It it must be compelling because I think it was the lead story on all the newscasts last night. Well, it's compelling and confusing because he wasn't her boyfriend. Okay. Do you want to explain that to us uh, when we come back? Sure. Yeah, Yeah, I'd kind of like to hear that. Like I said, it was the lead story everywhere today, uh, yesterday. And more stuff for you. Stay tuned.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and
4: Getty Show. When we were taking Casey White uh, into custody, uh, upon his surrender, uh, he said, help my wife. She just shot herself. So that's what we're basing it on uh, right now. But obviously, there's an ongoing investigation uh, to determine just that. That's one of the lawmen in uh, Alabama or Indiana, I guess, who came across and chased down this Vicki White and uh, Casey White, he being an escaped inmate, she being one of the guards at the jail where he was being
0: held. Escaped now, inmate, she's one of the guards. I can't help but notice they have the same last name. So, what's that about?
4: No relation. No, no relation. relation. Okay, well, that's. And what... it was said over and over again
0: that they had no physical relationship. Well, that's. And yet, well, go ahead. Well, that's where I got confused, obviously, is. They got the same last name, so I jumped to conclusions.
4: No, no, indeed. This conclusion should not be jumped at, or unless it should be. But anyway, so it was maintained uh, over and over again that, indeed, they did not have a physical relationship. I'm not sure how they proved that negative, but that was in all the news reports. But the day before she was to retire... And she had been talking for a long time about how she was looking forward to it. She was going to sell her house, move to the beach, whatever. Instead, she sold her house and all her stuff and helped a dangerous murdering inmate escape.
0: Well, was there, was she romantically involved if they weren't doing it? I mean, she uh, she was in love with him?
4: Well, see, that's the thing. That's the twist. Again, a media report said over and over again, no, it wasn't that sort of relationship. But then uh, she, when they crashed, having been chased down by the coppers, uh, they crashed. She took out a gun and tried to kill herself with the gun. Well, there's, and the murder. murdering inmate said, please help my wife.
0: Okay. All right. There's no way they didn't have a relationship. Why would she break this guy out when she's about to retire? Just because she yeah. seemed like a nice guy? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's right. It never did
4: make any sense. And I I, I followed this story since they the broke out. What was that? A week ago or whatever it is. And, uh, and I thought it was so strange that they were reporting that they didn't have a romantic relationship. But now they are second. saying, yes, they.
0: They have the same last name. The early reporting is they had no relationship. But then at the end, he calls her his wife.
4: Right. And oh, now wow. they said yes, they did have a jailhouse romance. So I'm just wondering why and how media outlets do what they do oh, okay. and report what they okay. report.
0: Okay, well then it makes sense though. It did it made zero sense until you Well right, yeah. Well if they had yeah. a relationship, she broke him out cuz she's going to retire and how do you come up with this idea?
4: She's going to break well, the, him out. The last were, name is a uh, is a coincidence. I mean, she's been Vicky White her whole, you know. Career. I
0: get I get that. Um But, so, this mutton head was going to... Well, are they dead, or is everybody dead, or is everybody alive, or what's going on there?
4: No, she's in terrible shape with a uh, self-administered gunshot wound to the noggin, and uh, he just was in the car wreck. He's fine.
0: But, so her plan was, I'm going to break this guy out, who's kind of cute and I'm hot for, and uh, then we'll just go live uh, fascinating romantic lives forever, never getting caught. I mean, I I never understand how people... Think this will work.
4: And he's 18 years her junior, so it was so obvious. A young stud gets this middle-aged gal. She's 56 oh boy. to fall for him, breaking out, of, break him out of prison, the rest of it.
0: You know what, honey? He was going to kill you somewhere. That story has happened before, right, with some of these? Um, he, who's going to kill you and leave you somewhere and disappear? That was going to be his plan, eventually. I'm going to stay well, with you. Guy's, what? it, what's even worse, he's 6'9 and heavily tattooed. Where's he gonna blend in? Well, if he he's already in prison for a long time, he's got nothing to lose. But her plan was obviously moronic. Yeah. Well, the heart wants yeah. what the heart wants, Joe. Hmm, the heart is an idiot. The heart. Oh, underline that. Put it in boldface, italics, and stamp it on your head. The heart is an idiot.
4: The heart should shut up and circulate blood. The
2: heart, do
0: the <laughs> yeah, stay in your lane, heart.
2: <laughs> pump, you pump,
0: pump blood around the body, oxygenating various parts. Stay out of relationships, you moron! You moron! Oh, you need some examples. Let me run through the examples now. Start naming them. Oh all.
4: Lord, we all have them. Just Idiotic punch yourself in heart. the chest. Over and it
0: was stupid, stupid, stupid. Clearly, the heart is the dumbest organ in the body. The second mm. most important brain. Brain's mm. pretty important. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Joe's going genitals. He thinks genitals not tech not really an organ, but um, uh, genitals yeah. are the dumbest. The heart is dumber than the genitals. Genitals oh. make dumb short term decisions. Ha- the heart makes moronic long term decisions oh. that do you way more long term damage outside of a pregnancy.
4: Uh, Siri is the penis an organ? Stand by. Uh, the penis is the male organ used for urination and sexual intercourse, according to MedlinePlus.gov. But we're so, t- yes, it is an organ indeed.
0: But we were talking about the woman. The vajayjay not an organ, is it? Oh, I was just speaking for myself. Okay. Unlike you, I'm not casting aspersions around
4: the globe here. I'm just speaking for myself and the intellectual standing of my
0: organs. <laughs> well, do... I don't think women make more stupid decisions around the heart than men. I think they're equally spread.
4: Oh, I would agree with you. Just the
0: men have two stupid organs and women primarily one.
4: Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Yeah. And again, I was just speaking for myself. If... Uh, you know, my all my organs were to attend college together. Who would be the valedictorian who would be, you know, on down to the Joe Biden at the very bottom of the class.
0: But again, stupid short term decisions are way different than uh, this is the direction I'm going to take my whole life. Stupid heart decisions. The heart is moronic. It's the du- I stand oh, yes. by the heart is the dumbest organ. Um, <laughs> I just saw the oh, what do you call the photo when they, you get arrested? Mugshot. Uh, Mugshot? I just saw the mugshot of the dude. For some reason, he's shirtless in this picture. He's got a serious moob situation going on. You know, I I comment on the mask. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, come on now. It's extraordinary, though. I mean, it is. Whatever you're picturing, more than that. Just because he's a murderer
4: and he's ruined the life, in fact, if she lives, of a dopey, old, middle-aged sap, there's no reason to make fun of the man's moves.
0: You're not going to break out your much younger boy toy from prison and then go live a fabulous life of romance together, all right? That was never going to happen.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. We get this: uh, Sherpa
1: in Nepal has set a new world record after scaling Mount Everest for the 26th time. Yeah. So if you think your friend who just ran a half marathon is insufferable, ha- try having lunch with this guy. Like... Yeah, the guy uh, has his reasons. When asked what motivates him, he said, "I have AT and T. It's the only place I get service. I gotta." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's kind of a funny idea. Did not see that coming. No, I did not either. Bitcoin has lost half its value since November. Half. Oof. If you were thinking like I was about, I should learn about this Bitcoin. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. Well, I, I'm still thinking I should spread a little on the cryptocurrency. Yep. Who knows? Fidelity now has it as a category in your 401k options. I don't have any money in crypto. Uh, Speaking of money, Chris Wallace, who left Fox for CNN Plus in the three weeks that it it existed, has now left that for HBO Max, where he will have an interview show and is going to get a big chunk of change for that. Not as big a chunk of change as Tom Brady has signed up for today. He just signed a broadcasting deal with Fox Sports for when he retires. He already makes... Well, first of all, his wife... ...is the breadwinner in the family, because she makes more money than he does. and And he made gazillions of dollars as an NFL player, and and then he just signed a 10-year deal with Fox Sports for $375 million. If you were expecting a big number, you're still surprised. Aren't you? $375 million deal. $37.5 million per year, in effect? I'd like to know
4: how that's structured, but still, that's that's crazy.
0: I, I wonder, I've always wondered this with the super rich. Like, how involved was he in that? And, like, is that the sort of thing you just leave him, the, the agent leaves him a message on the phone? You think, oh, cool, you got that done. I mean, because you're, you're already ungodly wealthy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, ha- it would have zero effect on your life. I mean, you can't buy a nicer car or a nicer house. If you wanted one, you'd already have it. So I wonder. I wonder how you even react to that.
4: If you choose for your kids to be millionaires on their 18th birthday, then they will be.
0: They already are the going doubt, to be, but right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I don't know. Oh, it's just, I just always wonder. What? Hmm. Wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I had a
4: conversation with a businessman the other day about a businessman he worked with. The guy owned like 27 car dealers uh, dealerships rather. And he uh, and he expanded to forty two, closed some giant deal, and I said he wasn't making enough money at twenty seven. And the guy said, "Well, legacy. It's building a legacy." What does that mean? Oh, I said, "Oh, I didn't ask." It's time to hit another shot. We're on the golf. Oh, you said, "Oh, knowingly," but it was actually Mm. unknowingly. Right. It was fakingly or having lost interestedly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, well, no, I just, I thought it was interesting, but I I just can't relate, I guess, because I am famously a man who craves leisure.
0: Yeah, well, and, and um, and you know, at at my tier of success in life, which is pretty much baked in at this point, I mean, it's not going to go up much from here. Um, uh, I, I've i never thought about legacy in my life, but I you probably don't until you're at a certain level, whatever that means. And I'm not certain I know what that means. Is yeah, that I like think a-
4: maybe generational wealth for his kids and grandkids and the rest of it, or... He wants to be known as the greatest car dealer in the history of I can't remember which city it was.
0: I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. And we're piling tangent upon tangent. One of the yeah. things I thought was interesting in the Woody Allen biography, with, autobiography, which I highly recommend. It's so good. Uh, but he just he doesn't care at all about that sort of stuff. He's the opposite of that. It's like after I'm dead, I don't I don't care if anybody ever watches one of my movies or if I'm ever mentioned again. I don't care. It just doesn't wow. make any difference to me whatsoever. So he just was
4: doing it for a living, he, or because he, he enjoyed the he process? He does it because
0: he enjoys it. I love yeah. making movies. That's what I like doing. It's my favorite thing to do in the whole world. Yeah. Whether people ever think I'm a big deal once I'm gone, how, why, why would I care? I'm sorry. I think that's a little odd. I mean, I I'm think, not
4: criticizing him. He feels the way he feels. But.
0: I think that, I, I'm closer to that extreme than the idea of wanting to have a legacy. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever.
4: Abram Lincoln on the other hand his fondest wish was that he would live a life, life not lice he he probably had lice but that's not what he was wishing uh he wished to live a life that was worthy of being
0: remembered well that's different though i think if be, being remembered for like having positive impacts on the world that could there then then for therefore uh influence other people to make positive actions that affect the world I, that that is a that's a serious sort of like i could see being into that but i'm not going to have that but but, uh, but again, as a creative artist you'd think i mean because woody allen's a pretty damn unique creative artist
4: you'd think he would be interested in people saying wow he really he got it right, right.
2: Huh.
0: he had a unique take anywho i don't even have time for this i don't have, I'm even in the mood for this i don't even want to do this anymore really sorry my legacy is have... my legacy is apathy. Quitting easily. He's <laughs> the most apathetic person I've ever met.
4: My kid started a new job yesterday. Oh, is she excited? Great work culture, super positive team, a real feeling of team. Like we, you know, honestly, we have around here, which is so great. Because we've had certainly situations where the culture was not healthy. Um, and it just makes it so hard.
0: Can you give a, an idea of the industry, or you don't want to even get that close?
4: Yeah, it's a law firm, um, and they they happen to be. Uh, I don't want to hit too close to home, but they among it's a it's a largish firm, and among the things they do is represent famous people, help in, people
0: who pretended to get hit by a car. Getting millions of dollars from uh, rich people. Well, not and rich just cars.
4: hit by a car. It's sometimes slipping in a grocery store. And
0: so she probably like helps explain which cars are the best ones to jump in front of. Because you jump in front of that old car, you're not going to get any money out of them. Look, they got the 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 hood is a different color than the door. That person doesn't mm-hmm. have any money. That car right. over there, though, you hit your head on that bumper, you're set for life.
4: Well, that's yeah, that's part of it. She's learning the trade. Still <laughs> and she's her job <laughs> is to go uh, into the aisle first and unscrew the pickle jar and pour the. <laughs> the juice all over the floor then the professional fall down artist does his thing or her thing sure slipping
0: jimmy yeah but you got to start at the beginning yeah at the bottom rather yeah. you know though i love those videos i can't see enough of those videos of the people oh. who pour the milk on the floor and then lay down in the puddle of mold and look, look around <laughs> and start yelling. lay down
3: oh no oh my god my arm i'm gonna call my lord
0: all right you're gonna call your gonna gonna <laughs> S- speaking of slipping jimmy as i'm trying to set some sort of tangent record and i think i'm close yes are you watching the the, the last season of better call saul which just started i am with
4: great enthusiasm all, uh, although it occurs to me i missed last night's uh release the new episode
0: the question anybody would have who watches it is it maintaining its quality game of thrones fairly famously way dropped off in terms of quality the last season according to most people who are into it um has this Yes, one hundred percent
4: yes. Um and and has maintained also, its
0: quality. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, it has maintained its quality, sorry. Um and, and and the really interesting thing, and you'd have to be a fan to care about this, is remember it's a prequel to breaking bad. And the entire arc of the show is how this lovable, hapless but well meaning dip S becomes a brutally cynical uh uh drug kingpin attorney.
0: Hmm, that's interesting, yeah. Because I'm still, I'm, I'm like in season one and a half. I'm still in the lovable hapless, you, you know. You wouldn't mind him being your friend, sort of guy. Yeah,
4: and it's it's a little bit sad because uh, you see huh? that transition happening. Although he's still lovably dopey in the uh, Breaking Bad series as well, but it's 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 brilliantly written and
0: acted. Yeah, if you if you've never seen it, and it might not be your cup of tea, but what what always strikes me is. This is so freaking good. I mean, how many major motion pictures can't hold a candle to this episode, I often think.
4: Right, right, right. In terms and Judy of and I are also watching the last episode of Ozark, and I gotta work to keep my my brain straight uh, on the characters because they both deal with Mexican drug cartels a lot.
0: Yeah. Um Anyway. So okay. End of all the tangents and didn't get to what I was gonna talk about, but it'll still be a thing tomorrow. The Wall Street Journal endorsing the independent candidate for governor in California, and wondering if maybe that is a framework, model, template for for other candidates around the country who having the R next to your name, whether you like it or not, turns off giant chunks of people that they in have certain but, places. Sure, yeah, they, because they have just too many assumptions, often wrong, often very wrong assumptions about what that R means. But it's just a fact that a lot of people have assumptions about the R next to your name, and if you put a different letter, not a D, but if you put a different letter to that name, you can bring in chunks of R's and chunks of D's, and maybe that's a path for victory for a lot of people. I I find that kind of interesting.
4: And I think that says something pretty powerful about our duopoly of political parties, uh, too. Uh, by, by the way by contrast the la Times which has gone from one of the great newspapers on earth to just an utter joke a clown show has endorsed lunkhead governor Gavin Newsom for re-election and they're they, they, you know they can be they can disagree with me certainly they can be dead wrong but it's as if they're in a different state than the rest of California is. I mean, it's utterly, it's fictional. Their endorsement of Gavin is fictional. It talks about his far-seeing and brave leadership during COVID and how many lives he saved.
0: We had an early dinner. Oh, wow. That's incredible.
4: Well, and just his, his wonderful leadership and alternative energy. It's just he's a
0: hero, and it's like, good God, wow. are you serious? Nice hagiography hey or whatever you call that. Yeah. Um, Bull we, essayography. We have breaking news. The female correction officer who misguidingly helped that guy escape from prison has been successful in her suicide. Oh, boy. So she is past, and we'll never know what she was thinking. We'll finish strong next
3: The Armstrong and
0: Getty Show. Here's where I lose a lot of my libertarian uh, credential and become more Berkian on a topic like this. Editor of The Lamp, whatever that is, wrote a piece wondering if states are making a mistake in legalizing gambling. Before the legalization of online gambling, the great majority of Americans would go their entire life without being tempted to seek out a bookie. Or fly to the handful of jurisdictions in which in-person sports betting was permitted. He's writing in the Atlantic. What millions now face are endless deceptive advertisements aired during the most-watched television broadcasts in America, inviting them to risk their money on platforms funded by venture capitalists rather than by organized crime. Today, Total wagers are already in the neighborhood of $120 billion a year, and the Supreme Court's ruling in favor of online gambling in 2018 is unlikely to be reversed to shield a tiny portion of the population who engaged in behavior that might once have been considered immoral or harmful as many people prefer to prefer to put it now i like harmful better than immoral i think as a uh, way to describe various activities i'd have to think about it i'm but- not putting a moral judgment i just don't think it's a good idea for you to do that um anyway any thought on that I remember I
4: brought, I think it was me who brought, in my opinion, you brought to the show an editorial talking about that very question, and it had to do with, what was the term they used? Something like proximity or geographical something or other. The idea was that if you have a temptation to do something immoral or uh, unhealthy or whatever you term you used... Um, and society moves it so close to you geographically or logistically that it's effortless to do it. Absolutely. That, that is a major move by a society, and it will result in a huge multiple of people engaging in that unhealthy behavior. Right. Um, well, you they, know, The libertarian in me is like, well, mind your own business, man. Um, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, my, uh, my my DNA is to be that the government saying you can or can't do this is abhorrent but on the other hand wh- what you just said is so clearly true um so that that's where it gets confusing to me the idea that you know you you were never gonna go through the the flight or the bus ride or the being in the area town or whatever to do X but now X is okay and right next door <laughs> so right and it's a a strong human temptation that's just built into us and so the 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 libertarian idea and again i lean that direction but just the the idea of nope nope we're going to we the the principle is we're going to put every bit of temptation right in your face all the time and human beings are strong enough to avoid that well are they what about the ones who aren't you know, some of that article is,
4: is uh, f- filtering through the mists of my cloudy mind. I remember they were talking about how you can have Las Vegas and Reno, or uh, one or two other, Atlantic City maybe, uh, and if you want to gamble, you can go there. But you can't go there every day. I mean unless you live in Vegas and then you're going to be destitute before long. Um, but that's good. that's a good balance. If you really want it once in a while, there it is for you. So for society that's okay. But if it's if there's for instance an India Indian casino on every block and you can gamble online in fact the major sports leagues now on TV, I watch golf all the time. Uh, that's uh, you know just one form of my exciting celebrity life watching other people golf. Um they constantly are having ads for here are the odds now for this guy to win, this guy to win, and this guy to win at this point in the tournament. And all you have to do is log on to blanketyblank.com and then wager away your hard-earned cash on this golf tournament. I mean, it's gone from taboo to utterly in-your-face.
0: Right. And so the question I would have, and I'll bet Tim, I, no, I don't bet, I guarantee you Tim Sanford could answer this pretty quickly as uh, the most libertarian-free people getting to do whatever they want, guy I know. Is there an example of it working in history over a period of time where all of the vices of humanity were available and legal right there in front of you all the time, and society kept it together? That you had family structure and people working and all that sort of stuff that didn't fall prey to booze and drink and gambling and whores and everything else? Mm, has, yeah. it, has, it actually, has the experiment done, been done successfully?
4: yeah uh, yeah if there's one thing i think some of my libertarian brethren are guilty of it is living in an academic world like i'm always accusing progressives of doing um your experiment has never come anywhere close to success when actual humans have tried it it sounds good it looks good on the chalkboard but it doesn't work
3: almost finished let's get ready final thoughts with armstrong and getty that was
0: uh, a consultant told us to do that they did a focus group and it said more john denver parody songs so that's what we came up with here's your host for final thoughts joe getty let's get a final thought from everybody
4: on the crew there he is pressing the buttons our technical director michelangelo michael final thought you know i don't know
1: if i'll leave a legacy or be remembered but I've been told I'm a cautionary tale, so I don't know <laughs> what that
4: means. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. An example for others to avoid. It's a valuable role. Uh, young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer, is on his honeymoon. Just sent us uh, some lovely pictures to the crew. He and his bride enjoying a, a great trip. Happy for those crazy kids.
0: Uh, but, Jack, do you have a final thought? Yeah, what a great-looking beach wedding. I'm glad he sent us the pictures. Uh, on picking up on what Michelangelo was just talking about. The idea that everyone is an example. You're either a good example or... Of a bad example, or a bad example of a good example. I mean, we all are, so. And occasionally, you're a good example of a good example. Not me,
4: but other people are, yeah. Um, uh, my final thought, I actually had a different one, but uh, I was married in a Midwestern Presbyterian church, like normal God-fearing people are. And whoever you are, wherever you are, if you're getting married, go to a Midwestern Presbyterian church, like decent
0: folk. Hmm. I don't care where you live. Hey, somehow this fell off the radar. Gas prices hit an all-time high today. Diesel prices hit an all-time high yesterday. Remember when we were talking about that every day and keeping track of it? Yeah, it's it's more expensive now than it was then. Well,
4: fiddle-dee-dee, I'll have to pay those bills with my savings. Wait a minute, let me check my savings.
0: Good God! It was all in crypto. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
4: So many people, thanks so a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. The Armstrong and Getty On Demand podcast can be found to bar. Also, get yourself some swag, a t-shirt or hoodie or hat. Uh, the sports bra comes highly recommended. And you can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. order the hell Armstrong and Getty Had herpes before that fight two outbreaks in the span of a week some made me? No that number one threat is the strength and that strength that we built is
4: inflation You
3: got to be kidding me
4: Oh are you sure of that dude
2: Get the hell out of here Go
3: away Okay I'm going to call my lawyer gun. Absolutely On that high
2: note
4: Thank you all very much
2: Armstrong and Getty
4: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law.
3: 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end.